episode 122 of Wayne in with Travis Hartman. I am B-Money, the producer. That over there is the talent weekend, Trav. Weekend, Trav, we got a lot to talk about. We are a day late and a couple dollars short here on episode 122, but we did want to make sure we dropped some content here. We want to talk about the amateur uh, event that was here in uh, Winter Park, Orlando area, Lake Hall High School Heavyweight Championship from this past weekend. Also, there's a, a fight night uh, championship boxing, Night of Champions 3 coming up this Friday at the Caribe Royale. We'll talk a little bit about, about that. But first, and foremost, we got to talk about the man. We had Canelo Alvarez taking on John Ryder this past weekend. It was on zone. It was for all the super middleweight belts weekend. Trav, uh, not exactly a a, a monumental uh, victory overall, I would say, with Canelo. But what yeah. did you see? What was your expert take on that fight? Canelo Alvarez, John Ryder. Um. A lot. I had a lot to say about it for sure. I thought it was a very entertaining fight. I thought that John Ryder really showed up and he showed the grit, what true professional boxers are. Okay. This guy took punishment. I mean, punishment after punishment from Canelo and Canelo tried his butt off to get him out of there and he couldn't. So Canelo ended up winning a, a unanimous decision pretty much almost every single round on all well, the judges scorecards. Mm. Yeah, and it went it went the full distance. I, I did think originally that Canelo probably should stop him, but I say it all the time, man. At this high of a level, it is very hard to knock people out all the time. But it's funny how 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 fickle we are as sports fans and even experts. The fact that Canelo dropped the guy in the second round, dominated him for 12 rounds and you know what everybody's saying now? They're like, well, why didn't he knock him out? Like, I'm like, I get it. I get it. He should have probably, but he didn't. And I just, I don't see how this is a massive knock on him because he, he tried, he just couldn't, but he dominated. That's, I guess that's actually a compliment to Canelo if you think about it, because we expect superior stuff out of this guy. You expect this guy, he's Superman. Right. When somebody stands up to Superman and doesn't die, you're like, oh, my gosh. So maybe that's what it is. We have such high expectations of him, but he he did enough to win and some, but he didn't do enough for the experts to be like, wow. Yeah. But Canelo's to the point now it's hard. It's hard to wow factor people. I mean, I think when you talk about somebody who is uh, maybe depends on who you ask the pound for pound greatest in the world right now. Uh, and, and you mentioned the word, the phrase high expectations. Of course, we're going to have those expectations of this man. Look at the damage he's done to uh, a lot of different caliber of competitors. He's coming off of the the above all stuff. So uh, I don't know. We can travel. I think it's almost a situation where this was like, oh, we forgot Canelo's fighting. And oh, by the way, this is he's he's in his home, not his hometown, but he's in Mexico. And he's in the well, I believe homecoming. it was his hometown. It might have been. Yeah. So homecoming. of so this is, I think the first time he's fought mm -hmm. there. And so all of a sudden it snuck up on us, but our expectations of this man as pound for pound, more than likely uh, the, the number one fighter on the planet, boxer on the planet, the expectation factor is over the course of 12 rounds, we should see Canelo in action. Do you think we can travel? And I know he's still young. I think he's 32 years old. Do you yeah. think we've seen the best of Canelo already, or is there more to come of this guy? This is tough. This is a tough question because 
he is only 32, but he also has had a massive amount of fights. He's had over 60 fights. So he, he is only 32. Do I think this is the best? No. However, I will say this with that performance. Cause so we can only judge him by his last outing. Correct. Like that's just what we're supposed to do. I'm going to judge, but based on what he gave us. Okay. And the performance that he gave us, it's not good because I'm only judging him, not on that fight. We knew he was going to win that. I'm judging him on how he would do against the other greats that are out there right now, meaning Bival, who beat him already, right? So with that performance, I don't think Canelo can beat Bival, who he already lost to. So with that performance, and that's all I can take it off of, with that performance from Canelo, I do not see him beating Bival in a rematch. And I'll go even one more. I don't see him beating Benavidez either. If we're basing that off of that last performance in which you have to, the fighters, you're only as good as your last fight, right? And that's what we have to go by. And by those standards, I don't think Canelo had that killer instinct to go and finish off Ryder. I will say that, yes, Canelo a couple years ago, I think would have finished off Ryder. So I do believe that he hurt him in the second or had him down in the second or third round with a really good shot, but for whatever reason, wasn't able to finish him. And that's something Canelo knows inside. Why didn't you finish him? Maybe Canelo just didn't want to. I don't know, but it looked like he did. But back to the question, I'm not on the bandwagon yet on, um, is this his, will we see him do great things again? Because I think we will, because he is only 32, even though he's had 60, you know, odd pro fights. I do think he still has some greatness left for sure. I'm not jumping on that bandwagon. As soon as a top fighter has one like mediocre fight and this wasn't even really mediocre. He did great, but he didn't knock him out. As soon as that happens, everybody jumps on him. They're like, ah, but you know what? I think it is a privilege to be in that position like Canelo's in right now to get criticized after winning so convincingly. Yeah. That's how great he is, though. So he he does. He deserves that. We have to criticize him because he didn't do what he normally does. So that is our job is to do that, right? So, But is he over the hill or something like that? No, I don't think so. It's way too early. But do I think uh, Canelo should have finished this guy? I do. And I don't know why he didn't. Yeah, John Ryder even said post-fight that obviously Canelo is fantastic and awesome. And he agreed with that. And he, But he also made a comment. I can't remember the specific wording, but basically that he didn't think that was Canelo at his best. But it's still dominant. I mean, so that wow. there is something to be said about that. Yeah. And that's the opponent talking about uh, this yeah. man. I just think maybe he was just – you mentioned killer instinct. I think maybe he was just missing – what what's what's the fire behind this fight other than the fact that you're just defending you your go. belts, right? You so you talk yep. about a Benavidez, maybe the fire would be there. You talk about a Baval who post fight Canelo saying he wants Baval all the same terms, and Baval saying I don't want it the same terms. I want I want to I want to go down to that weight, and I want yeah, those yeah. belts. Yeah. What Which, do you think about? You got to respect both of those guys, though. You know, because I respect Canelo because Canelo's like, hey. I don't want any extra advantages. I will fight you at the same time. And I hope it happens at 175 because Canelo's a man of his word. He's like, you know what? I want the rematch to be exactly like the first one. And I love that competitive nature about Canelo, which is why he is great because you have to dare to be great, right? If you don't dare to be great, how will you ever be great? And Canelo keeps pressing the envelope on that. I mean, the guy turned pro like 140 pounds. He's going all, he's gone all the way up to 175 and he actually knocked out. Sergey Kovalev at 175 yeah. and won a light heavyweight championship of the world. Okay. So this was the second go at it with Baval. And 
at the second go of the light heavyweight title and he lost. Right. But now I respect Baval too. Cause Baval's like, I don't want no excuses. I'll go down to 68, which is massive respect too. But these guys are massive respect for both of them. Um, I don't like the rematch for Canelo because I don't think the style is a good style for Canelo, meaning yeah. Baval. I think Baval's got the, the little kryptonite, so to speak against Baval or against, uh, Canelo, he's taller, rangier, longer, fights a little different, busy moves. I think Canelo can be outworked, especially in this stage of his career. Uh, so I don't really like that matchup for Canelo, but he's great. You cannot beat a guy that's great and not expect him to want to come back and beat you. And that's yeah. what I respect about Canelo. Win or lose against Baval, I respect the hell out of Canelo because he wants to take that fight. And people are telling him, I'm, I am I feel like I'm a pretty good expert of boxing matches and, and matchups, and I don't like the fight for him. I don't. I yeah, just I think, think it's for his legacy. I think it's definitely interesting if it's at the uh, super middleweight uh, uh, weight class there for those belts. That makes it intriguing weekend, Trav. Then, 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 I mean, you might be talking about certain advantages that go away uh, for Baval just because of that weight cut and things like that. So that's very interesting. I would be curious to see if that would be the case, but we'll see. Uh, either way, Canelo Alvarez over John Ryder, 12 rounds, unanimous decision there in Mexico. And, 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 you know, when we, when we look at this and, and the pound for pound best in the world, we also look on the other side uh, of the spectrum. And that is people that are up and coming, the amateurs of the world that are trying to stake their claim or, or start to move into the new level of boxing. And so we were just recently, we can travel over the past weekend. We were in uh, winter park, Florida, which is in the Orlando area at Lake Howell high school, Lake Howell high school, heavyweight championship is an amateur card. Uh, you know, TH boxing had a fighter on the card, UFC gym in winter Springs, Deland boxing, Orlando Mike boxing. There's a promotions. lot of, it was cool to see all these, uh, these gyms come forth. And it was a, it was actually a very competitive uh, series of fights, 20 fights, right? 20 right? fights on good. this card. What did you think from that perspective? Take your, take your, your coach hat off, but, but, but put on a promoter hat, put on your boxing fan hat. Yep. How'd you like the event? Here's what I loved about it. This is how you can tell about the health of a sport is at the amateur level. How, how many people are doing it? Is there any depth in the pro boxing game? Meaning is there any up and coming guys that are going to fill the voids or be there? And what I saw was very awesome. Okay. Yeah. Because we saw young as 10 years old competing in these events. And I was surprised because I didn't know, because this was our first really big amateur boxing match that we've been to in a really long time. So I didn't know how the amateur game was going. I didn't know if kids were doing other sports instead of boxing, but it looks like to me, the kids are picking boxing over all the other sports right now because it was pretty packed. And there was younger kids, like I said, like 10 years old. I think there were 10-year-olds fighting there because some of these kids look super young. And I love to see that we had all the way from 10 years old to 20 or 30-year-olds fighting amateur. To me, the best part was that when we were sitting there. We watched most of these things because we were there for, for well, I know I was there for most of it. Oh I don't gosh. know if you stayed the remainder of the time. But um, they were competitive. It wasn't like... There weren't really any fights, maybe one that felt like just over like a fighter was overwhelmed. Yeah. But overall, 
these things all, for the most part, went the decision, uh, and, yeah. and they were very, very competitive. And it speaks volumes, especially to the local scene, all the local boxing gyms in the right. area, and the connectivity of all these fighters. They're all kind of knowing each other. They're all kind of sparred with one another here or there, and they're all trying to, you know, take that next step from uh, through the amateur ranks learn lessons, you know, get rounds in, get healthy rounds in, and then move on forward. So it's just awesome to see that. Yeah, it, and it was really cool because you're right. There was so much – and how much – even though boxing is a singular sport, correct? It's not – you don't have five people playing with you, six people. You have one person, one-on-one in the ring. But how much camaraderie did you see out there? There yeah. were so many people. It was good teams that were there, yeah. and I love to see that. And even for us, we had we had one guy fighting, but we ended up having three or four guys from the gym show up to support him. And yeah. I love that. The camaraderie that boxing brings to people, I think, is amazing. And that's why I love that sport is even though it's a singular sport, there is a small team aspect to it. And you have that camaraderie of your teammates. And I love that. And we saw that front center. And it was cool. You're right. The talent level of those fights, it was it. It, it it far exceeded my expectations. I kept. Looking I wasn't over, expecting yeah, to see I, like that. I kept looking over at you when you were getting Amelia ready, and I kept looking over you like raising my eyebrows every time I watched these fights. I'm like, holy moly, that it's was quality, right? That was something. Um, yeah. so so kudos there to Mike Sawyer, UFC Gym Winter Springs, for putting this event on there at Lake Hal High School. It was an awesome time. I'm sure all the gyms are clamoring to, I don't know, make it an annual thing or just do more. It's just good to see that. And there's opportunities rather than just you know, bigger events like a sugar bird or something like that. Just there's stuff to do for these guys to perform and it's sanctioned. So, you know, they had their books, they were getting signed off on and stuff like that. So that's great. It's good to see that. It was USA boxing sanction. And that's what I did. You're exactly right. I love Mike Sawyer did a good job, man. Mike Sawyer promotions, uh, UFC gym, winter Springs, they did a great job. They put on a quality event, yep. and, and that that goes to more than just the promoter. That goes to a lot of the health of the gyms in the local area. Because, like you said, it was really cool to see so many gyms there and see so many quality people. Those fighters were all like, I don't think there were very many new people there. That's that was good to see too, because all those guys seem like they're pretty experienced. Yeah, which is good. That means they've been around. They've been training for a while, and we're just now seeing this. I'm glad that we were there. Now, I do have one criticism. The DJ that performed during the whole event, number one, lay off of the siren sound effect <laughs> in between everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. All throughout your songs, all throughout your mixes, lay yeah. off on the siren noise. And then number two, maybe, you know, you had at an 11, maybe take it down to an eight. You know, that yeah. way we can see hear the in-ring announcer and that sort of thing. Uh, but overall, good times. A few pros, local pros are there. Corey Marksman was there. And I think there's actually somebody that's on this next car we're going to talk about that was there as well. They they showed these guys off in the ring. But yeah. we can travel. I'm talking about this Friday, okay? So by this, the time this Friday. This is dropping. So this is tomorrow, okay? So this will drop on Thursday because, like I said, we're a day late. Championship boxing, Night of Champions three. This is brought. To, hold on, I got. I got to pull up this picture. Box Lab in the house as usual. Box Lab promotions. Box lab. We got Orlando boxing promotions. I'm seeing uh, Carib Royale Orlando Warriors boxing promotions and GH three promotions. I think that's all of them. But yeah. they're putting on this Night of Champions three. There's a WBA Continental Americas title fight, uh, and I believe that's Antonio Vargas uh, taking on Francisco Portillo. Main event. This is going to be on CBS Sports. Doors open at six. Fights start at seven. Carib Royale Orlando Friday, uh, May twelfth. 
there's a bunch of local uh, uh, people on the card, fighters on the card, uh, or, or former local, like Shamara Woods, I believe, is fighting again. Yep. Uh, Jay Cortez also fighting. We, we saw fight Antonio Vargas, who we saw fight firsthand. Henrik um, Ruiz, we've seen. There's, there's a lot of names on this, um, and it's going to be a fun night. Uh, Mon- uh, so that's this Friday, May 12th, Carib yep. Royale Orlando Championship Boxing, Night of Champions 3, and you could tune in and see these fights that night, CBS Sports. Tickets. And- at Ticketmaster.com. Yes, sir. Tickets at Ticketmaster. And the and we're saying this because we're not going, but we're only not going because we already have pre um we have fam- we have engagements already, both of us. So we're not gonna be there. But you know we always go. So you know, sometimes we miss because we have other stuff going on. So, you know, I'm gonna be in Vegas uh Friday to Monday, so I'm gonna miss it. But I will be at the next ones. May 26th, Box 20, Lab is also having 26th a show. Or 29th. It's but it's at it's the, the end 26th because it's a Friday as well. Gotcha. So, they're doing Friday night fights on by DAZN, by the way, May 26th on DAZN, which is also Jake Paul's promotion. He's putting a bunch of his up and coming fighters on there. So, oh, MVP, awesome. yeah, that's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. So it's it's Box Lab. I think we um we chose the good promotion to go to a lot of their fights, B Money, because they've been putting on quality fights and getting better. And we've always said that. We've always said that from the get-go. We were like, these guys started and they've continually gotten better. And, and that's what I love. Right? Because so, I think they just hooked up with Warriors down south. They uh, did. So. They just merged. So overall, it's going to be a good event. If, if if you guys haven't gotten your tickets, do so. Tickets at Ticketmaster. Uh, doors open at 6 o'clock. That's Friday. That's tomorrow, depending on if you're, if you're seeing this on Thursday or not. Friday, May 12th. It's going to be on CBS Sports. This isn't, this isn't podunk, you know, ballroom boxing here, okay? This is... A great event, a lot of fights, a bunch of local people on the card too. And once again, uh, uh, Antonio Vargas, Francisco Portillo in the main event. You guys got to check this thing out uh, uh, with the guys over there at Box Lab Promotions and all the others that I had mentioned prior. Carib Royale Orlando is the resort that it will be at. And so check them out. World-class championship boxing. Weekend trap. It's positive stuff. Final thoughts. So my final thoughts, I have a final thoughts ready for you. And this is a Bible verse that I have. So I'm going to read it word for word. It is be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them for it is the Lord, your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. And that is Deuteronomy 31 16. And I just want to leave that with people be strong and be courageous. This is for the fighters. This is for people in general. That's all I, I got. I can't top that. So all I'm going to say is that over there is weekend traff. That there is B money, aka producer, aka easy man. God bless. God bless, guys. <laughs>